Hello, Cathedral family and friends. This is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. And you know what time it is. It's time to dream again. In just a moment, you're going to hear a powerful word that concludes our series. And I hope that dreams are, are stirring in your heart for this year. But before that, I wanted to read a psalm, Psalm 40. I read it earlier in the week, and boy, it just has stayed with me all week long. It goes like this. I waited and waited and waited for God. At last he looked. Finally, he listened. He lifted me out of the ditch, pulled me from deep mud, and stood my feet up on a solid rock. Can somebody say amen to that? To make sure that I wouldn't slip, he taught me how to sing the latest God song, a praise song to our God. More and more people are seeing this. They enter the mystery, abandoning themselves to God. And that is what I invite you to do in today's service, to enter into the mystery and to abandon yourselves to God, to be fully engaged, fully present in this moment, to experience what God has for you. Here's Pastor Vaughn and the team as they lead us in worship. Come on, Cathedral, wherever you're at. Come on, let's give God praise.
Amazing grace. Grace comes like a wave washing over us. New mercies every day. New grace every day. New love every day. God wants to overflow you with the new work of his spirit. You know, there's a longing in all of us for something new. We like to buy new things, go to new places, have new experiences. That's why we have New Zealand, New York, New Jersey. People look for something new, but the reality is God put that desire in us, not just for outward experiences, but for an inward newness of walking in his grace and mercy every day. In fact, in 2 Corinthians 5, 17, we read this. If anyone is in Christ, they are a new creation. Old things are passing away and behold, all things are becoming new. God wants to give you new grace and new mercy and new blessing and new favor and new opportunities as we dream again. You know, there's another passage of scripture where God's speaking to his people in Isaiah. And here's what he says. He says, forget about what has happened and don't keep going over old history. Be alert, be present. I'm about to do something brand new. But he goes on to say, but you didn't even do the minimum. So stingy with me, so close-fisted. Here's why he says that. When we open up our hands to give, our hands are then open to receive. And God was saying to the, his people, if you want a new thing, something brand new, as you open your hand to give, 
I can give to you. And that's what we do in this moment of bringing our tithes and offerings. Rather than being closed-fisted, like God accused the people of Israel being, we open up our hand to give. And you can do that on the app. You can go to our website. You can write out a check and mail it to us or drop it by the church office. This is how we open up our hand to give to the Lord so that he can then give to us new mercy, new grace, new favor, new blessings, new opportunities. You can also text give to the number at the bottom of the page. We're looking forward to what God's going to do. And Lord, I just speak that over your people as we release to you what you've given to us. We ask for those new waves of your work in us the brand new thing that you want to do. Lord, the new normal, the new direction, the new opportunities, release those on your people. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Well, one more scripture that goes along that same vein of newness comes from Philippians chapter four. Paul says, forgetting the things of the past and reaching forward to the new opportunities that lie ahead, I press on to reach the goal to which God is calling. We're looking forward to some new things here at Cathedral of Faith. Coming up the first weekend of March, we're going to make a little shift around here. We'll continue to have online services on Saturday nights at 5, Sunday mornings at 8.30, 10, and 11.45. But starting the first weekend of March, and you don't even have to register, we're looking forward to gathering here at Cathedral, both indoors and outdoors at 9 and 11. So we're looking forward to having you join us then. The new opportunity is coming. In fact, speaking of forgetting the past and moving forward, coming with some new opportunities here at Cathedral, here's Megan. Hello, Cathedral family. We are so excited to have you here today, and we can't wait for you to hear all the blessings that God has over your life. For the next two Sundays in February, we will be hosting a drive-through communion here at our San Jose campus. We would love for you to join us for our pastoral team to serve communion and pray over you. March 7th is coming up, and you might be thinking, what's going on on March 7th? Well, we will be hosting our free online interactive worship experience. And also our new Cathedral album will be dropping that day as well. The album will be featuring some of our very own worship leaders. Also, Pastor Vaughn has produced it as well as Grammy Award winning producers. So exciting. I'm so excited and I just can't hide On February 22nd will be pre-sales. And for more information, please check all our social medias. These are just some of the latest and greatest here at Cathedral. Stay connected by following all our social medias, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. We can't wait to see you this Communion Sunday.
time to dream again. What a powerful message. But you know what? Let me contextualize this message. Uh, for those of you who are part of Cathedral of Faith, um, in, in September of 2019, Pastor Ken came to us and he, he told us about how God was leading him into challenging the people to be courageous. The focus was on Joshua chapter 1 verse 6 as the Lord spoke to Joshua and told him to be courageous. So in December 2019, we started focusing on that message. Who would know of what was going to await what was waiting for us in 2020 to be courageous? And that message, let me tell you, it resonated in our hearts time and time again as we went through 2020 and God speaking to us time and time again on how to be courageous. And so um, in September of last year of 2020, God spoke to Pastor Ken once again. And he told him, you know what? We need to move up one verse instead of just Joshua chapter 1 verse 6. Now we got to go into verse 7. And in verse 7, God speaks to Joshua and he kind of emphasizes not only the courageous part of it, but then now he says, you got to be very courageous more courageous. You, you got to increase your courage. That the word for, for, for more or for very is a word me'od in the Hebrew. It means to be extremely, vehemently more. You know, like mucho, mas. You got to do it even more so. And, and how amazing it is that God would speak through our pastor and given us this advice of how to not only be courageous in facing what we needed to face in 2020, but now in 2021 to be even more courageous so that we can dream again. You see, it's going to require more courage for you not only have gone through 2020, but now to be even more courageous, vehemently more courageous so that we can dream again. One of the characteristics of God is that he's a relational God. He likes speaking. He likes talking. I mean, he enjoys our worship, our praise. He loves to hear our prayers, but God also loves to speak to us. And one of the languages that God uses to speak to, to us is through dreams and through visions. Through dreams and visions. Uh, it's, it's, uh, sometimes we have a problem listening to God, hearing God. See, God doesn't have, has, doesn't have any problem whatsoever to speak to us, but we have trouble listening to him. So he takes the most easiest way to do so in giving us dreams and giving us visions. The word in the Hebrew is galzon. It's used in various occasions, not only um, in, in, jo in jo Joel, where God literally, he begins to talk about that, that people will hear and see dreams and, dream and visions, and God will speak to us through that. Okay, It's quoted once again in the book of Acts, and it's the same word that's used likewise in the book of Proverbs. Where the scripture says that the people where they have no dreams, no visions, they literally die. You can almost gauge the activity of God in your life by gauging and taking a look at the dreams and visions you have in your life. See, if you have no dreams, if you have no visions, maybe God has not been speaking to you or you're not listening to God as to what he's trying to speak to you, what he's trying to show you about your life. I think the best way for us to understand this is taking a look at a story we find in the Old Testament. It's the story of, 
the guy that I call Mr. Dream Again. I mean, this guy was the authentic guy of Dream Again. His name is Caleb, and it's found in the Old Testament. His story about being the dreamer, not only being the dreamer, but being Mr. Dream Again. And the story starts uh, in the Old Testament, like I said in, New, in the book of Numbers, where... Um, where the, God had delivered the people of Israel already out of Egypt. And they had gone through the desert and they were, they were about to cross the other side to get the promised land. But then God speaks to, to Moses and tells him, you know what, Moses? I want you to gather 12 men, one from each tribe, and, and have them go into the promised land and spy out the land. This is where we find for the first time the name of Caleb mentioned. He, along with Joshua and, and 10 other guys, they were, they were chosen to go into the promised land and spy it out. Um, God wanted to do this so that the people of God could see not only the promised land, what God had promised that he was going to give them, but also the ability that and the challenge they had before them. So here go the guys, you know, they're pretty excited and they go into the promised land and they are wowed. They are blessed by what they see. The land is fertile. The, the, the cities are beautiful. Uh, I mean, you know, they, uh, the, the, the vegetables and the fruit that, I, that they saw were the biggest that they had ever seen. They were just amazed uh, at seeing just the beauty of the land. They stayed there for 40 days. And on the way back, I can just imagine what they were talking about, what they were sharing. I think they were pretty excited to see what God was about to give them. I think they were sharing one with another. Hey, did you see this? Did you see that? I found the place where I want to live. I found the place where I want to live also said, maybe another guy said it, you know. They were pretty excited. They were pumped up and they were ready to come back and give the report to Moses and all the people. So here comes Caleb and Joshua and all the other 10 guys and they start talking about the great things that they saw. And everybody's really excited about it, okay? So is Caleb, so is Joshua. Yeah, man, what God has promised, it is amazing. It is just so impressive. But in the middle of all of this, one of the guys says, but, but. Actually, it's found in verse, verse 28 of, verse 13, of chapter 13 of Numbers. But, that's the first word that is said in the entire verse, but. You know, and this, this but that was entered, was introduced there, it stopped everything. It changed the whole conversation. Because what followed after that was, yeah, you know, it's beautiful, but, you know, the city is pretty fortified. Yeah, and the other guy says, we saw a lot of armies. And not only that, but we saw the... the the people of, of Anak, and the people of Anak were individuals who were really, really tall. As a matter of fact, some people believe that that's where Goliath came from, and, and, and they're huge. As a matter of fact, and, and he started exaggerating some of the things, you know. Us, in comparison to them, we're like ants. We're like insects. We're puny. They're huge. They're mighty. They're strong, and, and all of a sudden, we see Caleb come into the picture. We see the dreamer come into the picture, and how he introduces himself, I call him Mr. Shut Him Up Dreamer, okay? Mr. Shut Him Up Dreamer. He literally starts telling the people, wait, stop. You gotta, you gotta be quiet. 
He stopped saying those things. And I would imagine that, that Caleb was like, what? What are you saying? Just a couple of days ago, you were excited about what God was going to give us. And now you're complaining. Now you're whining. Now you're fearing. Now you are doubting. Why is it that you're doing this? I don't understand it. And he has to shut them up. And you know, that's what happens to us dreamers. When we start sharing what we'd like to do, we start envisioning things that are possible. When we start, our creativity starts flowing and we begin to, to dream of possibilities. The ridiculer comes. Uh, the joker comes. The, the, the riddler shows up. All the doubters show up. What if this? What about that? And yes, this and yes, that. And confusion begins to set in. And we have to learn from Jacob, from Caleb, that Caleb literally had to shut them up. And I don't know what you have to do. Shut them up, shut them down, whatever it is. You got to quiet those voices that are beginning to introduce doubt, fear, confusion to our dreams. You literally have to stand and shut them up. And this is exactly what what, what Caleb did. And, and then immediately within that con the context of that conversation, not only does he shut him up, but then he begins to speak into them. He says, hey, wait a minute. You and I have seen what God is able to do. And we see the dream warrior show up. Because sometimes you literally have to fight for your dreams. And Caleb begins to speak God's word into their lives. This dream warrior begins to speak into them and says, hey, you and I have seen what God is, was able to do. Now, come on. Yeah, yeah, they have organized armies, but we're pretty organized ourselves. Yeah, they've probably defeated their, their enemies, but so have we. But we've got one thing that they don't have. We have God on our side. Listen to me. We have God on our side. He says, come on, people. You've got to believe that not only we can do it, but our God has promised this. And he is faithful to fulfill everything that he has pledged for us to be able to do. It challenges them. You see, I, there's two fundamental truths that are here that are very, very important here. Number one, Caleb knew who he was. And he knew what he was capable of doing. Are you hearing me? He knew who he was, and he knew who he was capable of doing. But not only that, Caleb knew who God was and what God was able to do as well. See, those two truths in Caleb's life gave him that faith, gave him that vision, gave him that dream, gave him that hope. That's what happens in our lives as well, as we have to become that, that dream warrior and fight for what we believe God has called us to do. I remember I, I was a young 17-year-old preacher, and I was preaching in Southern California one time at a youth crusade, and, and after the services, this 12-year-old boy comes up to me, okay? And um, um, keep in mind, this was in the 70s, and he's got this long, curly hair, kind of hippie-style-looking guy, you know, he comes up to me, he tells me just like this, he says, you're going to go throughout all the world and preach the gospel. He tells me just like that, and I'm blown away. Really? He says, Yeah. God's going to do it. You're going to go to many nations preaching the gospel. And you know what? God did it. But he told me this other thing. It's not going to be easy. You're going to have challenges. But God is going to fight for you. He's going to open doors and so on and so on. And man, I, was, I, I grabbed a hold of that pro, pro, prophetic word in my, in my life and I moved on to it. Now here, years later, by God's grace, I preached the gospel in 37 different countries. 
but it hasn't been easy. When I was preaching in Honduras, I got shot at. I didn't get shot, but boy, I saw, I saw the bullet, heard the bullets go by me. Um, downtown Los Angeles, I had knives put to my throat. In, 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 in Surabaya, Indonesia, I had Muslims raid the, the platform looking for the American preacher who was going to preach the gospel. Uh, the only thing is that, don't you thank God for stereotypes? Because, you know, they were looking for this blonde, blue-eyed, white American who was going to preach the gospel, but they ran right by me because I fit right in among them. And I've had so many things happen to me. I remember when I was in the Andes in Ecuador, uh, someone put um, venomous snakes in our hut to kill us because we were going to preach the following day. But every single time, God delivered us. See, dreams are going to happen, and sometimes you have to fight for them. And here Caleb, man, he armed himself with faith. And he said, come on, people, we've seen what God is able to do. Now we can see God doing that. But the people voted against Joshua and against Caleb. And they got afraid. They doubted. They feared. And not only did Caleb and Joshua get upset, but God upset. And God closed the door on them. And he said, okay, you don't want to go in? That's fine. And all of a sudden, we see this dreamer go into a, he goes from a warrior dreamer to a dreamer in waiting, to a dreamer in waiting. For the next 40 years, I'm not saying 40 hours, 40 days, or 40, 40 years. Are you listening to me? 40 years, the guy, Caleb, is wandering in all of the desert, waiting for his dream to come true waiting for his dream to come true. Can you imagine living with these folks who were woulda, shoulda, coulda generation of people? I could have done this. I would have done that. I should have done that. Man, you know, they were whiners. They're complaining. We should have gone back to Israel or to Egypt. We should have done this and that should have happened and so on. Man, Caleb was fed up with them. Day after day for 40 years. I can even imagine that maybe Caleb was also ridiculed. There goes the dreamer. Yeah, he went into the promised land and he thought he was going to be able to do it. Yeah, right, Caleb. Look where we're at now. What do you say now? But Caleb kept dreaming. I think he had the same spirit as Pastor Kenny Foreman had, saying delays are not denials. Come on, somebody say amen. Delays are not denials. I believe that Caleb walked with that dream every single day of those 40 years. He woke up in the morning saying, God, is it today? God, is it going to be tomorrow? God, I'm ready for it. Because he had seen the promised land. He had seen what God had promised him that, that he was going to give him. Man, I tell you, when you're in that dream and you've seen what God is able to do, what God has promised you to do, it's not in so much your circumstance that defines you, but it's the promise of God in your life. It's the dream of God in your life. That's where you can gauge how active God is in your life because it's not the circumstance. 
It's not the surroundings. It's not the waiting that defines you, but it's the promise of God that defines you. I say this, okay? When you wait on God, listen to me. When you wait on God, it's just like an investment account. The interest rate that keeps paying in your favor. Every single day that you wait on God, man, that blessing is getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Pastor Ken said last, a couple of weeks ago to us, he shared it with us. He said, while we're working on the dream, God is working in us by building, growing our character. Hey, listen to me today. Before you see the rainbow and the sunshine, some of us have to go through a storm. So you got to weather that storm. You got to understand that, you know what? It may be raining today. It may be thundering today. It may be dark today. But man, sunshine comes in the morning. The, the blessing of God comes in the morning. I want to declare that to some folks today and remind you what the book of Isaiah says. But those who wait on Yahweh's grace will experience divine strength. They will rise up on soaring wings and fly like eagles. They will run their race without growing weary and walk through life without giving up. So don't give up. Don't give up on your dream. God is still in control. So let's hyperspeed from that incident that happened with Caleb and Joshua and all the people. And let's go 40 years forward. We find Caleb showing up again on the scene in Joshua chapter 14. And, and now God has is, God is given them the opportunity to go into the promised land. See, all the generation that had, had doubted, had, had voted not to go into the promised land in the beginning, they had all died off. Not only that generation, but also those other 10 spies who had doubted God, who had feared the people. They had all died away. Yet Caleb and Joseph were still there. And some of the things that we see in the character and what, and what Caleb was saying to, to, uh, to Joshua was that, hey, you know what? I've been faithful to God. I've continued to believe God in that promise that he gave me. I believe that God is still going to do it. And now we see Mr. Dream again show up because the time has come now in the life of, of Caleb to dream again. And this is the core of the message that I want to share with you today. This is really what is, is building on to, to what God is wanting for us to hear today. And, and please let me share it with you today because now this, this dreamer that had been waiting, this warrior dreamer has now beginning to share with us what really is happening in his life. As a matter of fact, you know what? If you're a dreamer in waiting, if you're, if you're about to go into this time to dream again, hey, send me a message uh, there in the chat. Or text me, okay? And, and we want to pray with you. We want to believe with you. We want to stand with you in what God is about to do in your life. So Joshua is telling the people, tomorrow I'm going to go into the promised land. Who's going to follow me? For me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And Caleb comes up and he says, I'm ready. And listen to what he tells him. He says, hey, you know what, Joshua? You were there. I was there 40 years ago when I told the people, let's do it. 40 years later, the guy is 80-something, okay? He says, goes to Joshua and says, 80, 40 years later, he's about 80 years old. He comes up to Joshua and says, you know what? I can still fight. I can still do it. 
go ahead, go and give me the opportunity and you will see what God is able to do through my life. Man, this guy was fearless. He was ready to take on the dream. He was ready to capture what God has promised him. This is where we're at today, folks. 2020, the pandemic may have robbed us of opportunities, may have stolen us of promises that, that God ha- had given us, had put things in waiting. Maybe some folks lost their business, their jobs. Maybe things just didn't go right. But now, today, it's the time to dream again. It's time to declare that dream in our lives and say, it didn't happen, that's okay. So stop whining about 2020. Stop you complaining about all of that. Now, today, the word is this. It's time to dream again, just like Caleb did. And so let's learn from some things that he did, okay? The first thing I want to tell you is, hey, don't blame others for the challenges you face related to your dreams. Are you hearing me? You and I believe this. We know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose for them. So, you know what? 2020 came. Okay, we lost things. Things happened. Okay, that happened. But stop blaming people. God is in control. Are you listening today? God is in control. So God allowed that. So now it's time to dream again. The second thing, don't let your faith or commitment weaken while you're waiting are you listening to me because first kings chapter 8 verse 56 says this not one word has failed of all the good promises he gave so now as we go into february of of 2021 and we may be still in waiting i want to remind you i want to speak into your life of everything that god promised in your life every one of those things will come to a reality number three i want to share with you Remember the promises of God for your life. This is what Caleb did. He knew exactly what God had told him. When he walked into the promised land and he saw the place that he wanted, God spoke into his his life and says, Caleb, this is where you're going to live. This is where you're going to have your house. This is what you're going to do. This is where you're going to have your farm. This is where your, your, your sheep and your cattle are going to graze. He knew what God had spoken into his life. Yeah. Remember what God has spoken to. Review the promises of God in your life. Write them down. Take a moment today and write those promises down because they're about to be fulfilled if you declare them in your life again. What did, what did, what did um, Caleb do? He declared his dream with his leader. He declared his dream with his leader. He went to Joshua and said, this is what God spoke to me. This is what I believe God is going to do. So talk to the leader or leaders in your life. Talk to them and declare God's promises in your life. This is what God has spoken into me. The other thing that we learned from from Caleb is that Caleb said this. He declared this. Give me this mountain. In other words, he took action. So brother and sister, I speak into you today. And I tell you, you got to confess your dream. You got to take the initiative. You got to take action. Not only confess it, but you got to declare it. You got to say, I can do this. I'm going to be 65 next month, okay? Wow. Never thought I'd be this old. Uh, yeah, some people don't that have, a, have a, an issue with their age. They say, I never thought I'd be this mature. No, this old, 65. And let me tell you, God has been faithful. 
And I've had so many promises of God that have still not been fulfilled. That young man told me I was going to go throughout the world preaching the gospel. I've only visited 37 countries. Do you know how many more countries are left for me to go out and minister to? I spoke to a pastor. He's actually a bishop, 92 years old. And he was feeling a little sick. I gave him a call and he said, Pastor John, please pray for me. Because there are many more souls that I got to preach the gospel to. Many more people need to know that Jesus loves them. Wow. I'm going to be 65. I'm a lot younger than he is. Okay. I'm ready, man. I'm like Caleb. You know what, Joshua? Give me this mountain. I'm ready to tell God, you know what, Lord? Open that door. I'll go wherever you want me to preach the gospel. Now's the time to declare those dreams. This is the mindset that he had, okay? Don't be afraid of the task is now harder. He said, give me this mountains and also the giants. In other words, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I got to declare it and live it in my life. Greater is he that is within me. And not only that, there are more with us than there are against us. Today, God is speaking into your life and he's shaking you and saying, wake up here. Stop looking into the negative and everything that didn't happen, that should have happened, that would have happened. God, Holy Spirit slapping you up and down and saying, stop, be quiet. And listen to the faith in you that you can this. You can do this. My word is still standing for you today. Those promises. This is the mindset that Caleb had. Please come here. I, I want to share this with you, okay? He had this mindset. I am chosen for this. God dreamed me doing this. I base this in Ephesians. And look what the scripture says. Long before he laid down earth's foundation, God has us in mind. He dreamed of us, in other words, had settled on us as the focus of his love. What has God dreamed of you doing in 2021? He is the giver of life. And he speaks to you today and he says, you know what? I authorize for you to be, for you to wake up today. I gave you life and the opportunity for you to understand what's happening today. I dreamed of you living today. What has God dreamed of you? Are you working with God? Are you, are you listening to God's word in your life? Are you, are, you, are you having the dreams? Are you seeing the dreams and the visions that God has for you? That's the mindset that we need to have. Let me finish in saying the following. It's never too late. It's never too late. I'm talking not necessarily of folks that are older, but also folks who have missed opportunities. Maybe individuals who um, failed in obeying God. Maybe individuals who uh, have walked away from his call, been disobedient in their lives. It's never too late. That's the example of Caleb giving us the opportunity. I'm talking to you that your spouse walked away. You haven't heard from your son or your daughter. Or you had to put that sign on your business closed forever. Or maybe they gave you that pink envelope that you were fired, that you had to be let go. It's never too late to believe to dream again. 
that God is going to restore things, that God is going to do the miracle that you need in your life. Today, I want to speak into your life and remind you, our God is not only the God of second opportunities, he is the God of endless opportunities. God bless you. God bless you today with this word. Hey, you know what? Before you leave, let's go out into a time of worship with Pastor Vaughn. Find that place where God will literally speak to us and share his word into our lives. Join Pastor Vaughn right now as we go into a time of worship. I've been thinking about time And where does it go? How can I stop my life from passing me by? I don't know I've been thinking about family And how it's going so fast Will I wake up one morning Just wishing that I could go back I've been thinking about lately Maybe I can make a change And let you change me
Wow, Pastor Vaughn, thank you so much for that, that song. Lord, keep me in that moment. I don't want to miss anything that you have for me, Lord. I want to listen to you. Hey, you know what? Before you leave, I, I, like to, I like to just declare a blessing on your life. Right where you're at, will you pray with me right now? Father God, I thank you for everything that's taking place today. For every song, for every key that was played, Lord, for every word that was shared. Father God, speaking to us today. And I declare on your life right now as you're listening to me that God would open your ears so that you can hear his voice. Open your eyes so that you can see him working in your favor. That he'd open your soul so that you can feel his presence alongside of you. That he would open your spirit so that you could learn of what God is doing in your life. I declare that God will open the way where there is no way. He'll open the door where no one can shut it. God is about to bless you that everything that you touch Everything that you put your hand to do, you will be prospered. I pray this in the powerful name of the Father, of the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen and amen. God bless. Yo, Cathedral of Faith, come on in. It is time for the wrap. We are still dreaming. Yes. We are still dreaming. We are That's dreaming right. again. And this week, we are so blessed to have uh, Miss Deanna and Mr. Yes. Eddie yes. Tees yeah. with us. Thank, Thank you guys you. for being here. You are such a core of this Cathedral of Faith yeah. family and community. And it's so wonderful to have you both here with us thank today. You. We would thank love you. Thank you. to hear what you heard from Pastor John. Uh, well, today. first of all, thank you for having us here. You know, it's, uh, we, we, my wife and I, we've been here for uh, part of this great church for like 40 years now. Wow. wow. 40 years. Yeah. yeah. I tell everybody I had black hair back then. You know, so. <laughs> <laughs> but, At least you still uh, have yeah, hair, Yeah, Pastor John bringing a word to us this uh this weekend, uh, he, he says, uh, before we can see the rainbow and the sunshine, you need to go through the storm. We need to go through the storm, right? If you don't have your storm, you don't grow. Yeah. You, you, you just have to be uh, tempted, and you have to grow in your knowledge. And going through the storm, you're going to grow in understanding and wisdom, mm -hmm. and even more so in faith. Because yeah. without faith, it is impossible to please God, right? right. Yeah, so, I mean, it's like... Uh, I want to put on muscle, but not wanting to go to the gym. Oh. That's right. That's right. <laughs> not gonna happen. That's right. Or if I want to sing or play the guitar like Pastor Vaughn, I need to, I need to rehearse, right? <laughs> I need to learn that music. Somebody's I need to learn how to tune the guitar. That's right. I need to learn how to do that. So by walking through that storm or going through that storm, yep. that's how you grow in your faith, right? Mm -hmm. You're tested and you, you just mm -hmm. make it happen. Yeah. So... But God will never leave you nor forsake you. He's always with you. Amen. Right? Amen. Um, because we can do all things through Christ. Amen. He strengthens us. That's great insight. That's great insight. Amen. Yeah. So um, he, uh, Pastor John, hit on so many mm -hmm. good points today. First of which was walking in courage, mm -hmm. which is something I don't do naturally. So... Um, <laughs> 2020 was a rough year, and we all made it through, and we're here yes. in 2021. Mm -hmm. So God still has a purpose for each one of us. That's right. And so yeah. for those of us that need to be reminded, yes, mm -hmm. we need to be uh, courageous again mm -hmm. still, right. or more, or mucho, like he said. Mm -hmm. Amen. So um, those reminders are really uh, mm -hmm. important for me personally. Mm -hmm. So good. And, uh, yeah. So good. Thank so. you for that insight. And I, lo I love how he, he, Pastor John framing this for us and, mm -hmm. and how he said even that uh, the dreams, yes. you know, you can sense the, how much you are in tune with God mm -hmm. by, the, by the amount of your dreams, yeah. mm -hmm. you know, and how 
it's like, again, like, I, Ms. D and I hear you, we're, you know, we were in survival mode, right? Mm -hmm. We're just bearing, hunkering down exactly. and just trying to get by and trying mm -hmm. to figure it out. But I, I, I'm so glad that Pastor Ken's leading us in this yes. season yes. because it's so important. Like, yeah, okay, we're surviving. We're getting by. Now what? Like, mm -hmm. what are you going to do? There's, got, there's still got to be a God purpose in this. Mm -hmm. Sure. Exactly. And so, like, we, it's our job to get in position mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. hear what that dream is. What are you guys hearing? And you know what, Pastor Ron, I, I think, um, you know, just you sharing the way you shared, Eddie, and um, Deanna, I mean, you're doing exactly what Pastor uh, John was mm -hmm. asking everybody to do it at, uh, during his message. Mm -hmm. Dude, write your dreams down, right? Like, yeah. keep dreaming. Mm -hmm. And I think it's a great time for you guys to start doing that right now. Yeah. That's fine. Write in the chat. Like, don't don't wait. Like, start Absolutely. writing those things out, man. I got to go to sure. the gym to get started. Yeah. I got to right. keep practicing to play to, to play the guitar. And yeah. great yeah. opportunity for us to start, start dreaming again by writing mm -hmm. those things down and sharing it with each other. You know, yeah. he said, uh, God is, isn't just a God of second chances, but of innumerable or endless yeah. opportunities That's awesome. and so um we all have a purpose Absolutely. and if we know who we are mm -hmm. then we know what our purpose or what we're going to do and that will help us shape every decision mm -hmm. yes. is knowing who you are in christ yes. so and that good. he's never going to leave you Amen. Move bien. Move bien. But I love what uh, Eddie, you said about a storm, right? Yes. The storm is almost like our training ground. There you go. And the good thing about a storm, they don't stay. That's no. Right. It yeah. will pass. But right. what have you done during that storm? That's right. Mm -hmm. and, and to dream again, to be uh, more courageous again, because sure. 2021 right. seems like nothing has changed, right? Mm -hmm. right? So we need to increase that hope, mm -hmm. our yeah. faith to uh, increase. Mm -hmm. And I love when... Um, they call Caleb as a, a dream warrior, dream you know, warrior. dream warrior. Yes. And I believe that Caleb truly uh, uh, learned from the storm, from the past. And he took that experience when, they, when, they, when Moses told him, spies that, you know, go and look at that, that land that God said that he will give it to us. Yeah. He put a, a lens of God, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. who yes. God is, yes. right? Yes. So he saw the beauty, the promises, the riches, the, the, uh, the gift that God wants to give to them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And he totally did not, he totally even ignored the people in the land. But then also uh, that one thing that they said that uh, the land is full of, uh, you know, like big people, right? It just dawned on me, of course they're going to have big people. I mean, they have good fruits. I mean, the use and, you know, the nutrition <laughs> is there. Good, That's boy. how God blesses. <laughs> like, yep. yeah, he doesn't short change us that's right. you know? yeah, that's no that's right. great that i love also this stood out to me when pastor john said caleb walk with that dream every single day now yes. every single day for 40 years is a lot it's long and i think about some of the people that are on my prayer list and i want to be able to walk with that dream every single day that when i wake up i'm like yes god it is yes, yes and am amen mm -hmm. you have said it you're going to do it and regardless if we see it or feel it right now this is my dream. This yes, is what God yes. has spoken right. over my life. So I love that. Every single day, no matter how long it takes. Yeah, yeah, that's good. I um, I love to, like, because Pastor John, he, man, what energy. I hope I have that energy oh, wow. in, in, in my years. Uh, like he has, man. He's just firing on all cylinders. And he, and, and he talked about the warrior spirit and how he would go all over the world. You know, and all to the all the all those countries he's been to, sure. and, and like I learned two things. One is that 
I don't think I want to go on any of those trips with them because <laughs> they seem a little dangerous. Yeah. But, need some <laughs> but I, the second thing I learned is that, man, he's living this thing out. And you see it. You hear yeah. it. You can hear it in the way people talk, yeah. you know, and you can yeah. hear it in Pastor John. I love Absolutely. it. Yeah. Yes. I love the four things where it says he's a shut up dreamer, shut him up dreamer, shut dream up. warrior, dream waiter, dream again. Yeah. It's not just I was dreaming, I'm not, and now I am. Right. There's different phases of it. So I love that. Yeah, yeah, as Pastor John said, uh, we need to dream again. We need to believe again. We also believe in yourself. Come on. We need to believe in ourselves and we need to believe that it can be done. Again, I can do all things through God who strengthens me. Right? right? Yeah, we definitely don't want to be one of the spies. (laughs) We don't want to steal the dreams. And if 2021 just causes you to not steal others' dreams. You know, when my son was a little boy, I think one time he said, I want to be a policeman and a garbage man so I can drive the truck and carry a gun. Uh, <laughs> you know? nice. Well, it might not have been my dream for his life, but, you know, he was just a little little thing. Yeah, yeah. And we don't want to steal our children's dreams, right. whatever they are. You know, we want to be encouragers. Yeah. And with Not just with him, them, but those 40-year... Uh, prayers that we're praying. We want to be encouragers and, you know, all things are still possible and always will be possible. And there is no time limit. Amen. Amen. We were talking earlier about how the, uh, the, the dream shut them up, shut them up, shut them up dreamer. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that, that's what, and I was hearing for myself, I was like, I think I need to shut me up sometimes. And I think you know, instead of always thinking that the obstacle yeah. to your dreams is somebody else, Guilty. I think sometimes we, the <laughs> person on the inside, yes. you know, just like David said, I encourage myself in the Lord. Sometimes I need to shut myself up in the name of the Lord. <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah. But, uh, any other thoughts that you guys are hearing from, from Pastor John? Well, and- Pastor John touches on the characteristics of God, you yeah. know, being, being a relational God. He loves to hear us praise him, worship him. Sink to him, just lift him up in any way we can, wherever we are, just lift him up. That's what we, as Christians, that's what we should be doing, right? Amen. Yes, he is relational. He does speak to us. And it may not be in that audible voice, but there are times when I know he's either smiling or even sometimes laughing at me for some of my silliness <laughs> because, I, you know, he mentioned the rainbow. I know when he puts that rainbow that he knows I'm going to notice because I know he put it there for me that day, that time. So there are, there are ways that he does speak to you. And if you just take a moment to listen, you are going to hear Amen. him speak to you. Yes. Well said. Yeah. Well, our scripture is Isaiah chapter 40, verse 31. Those who wait upon the Lord, they shall receive divine grace and strength shall rise up on soaring wings and fly like eagles run without growing weary and walk through this life without giving up the the passion translation said um, that he used those who wait on Yahweh's grace Mm -hmm. will experience divine strength and that spoke to my soul when I heard that and in fact I even wrote that down uh, that man just the, diff- the the nuance in the wording, waiting on you know waiting on the Lord that shall renew their strength, but like waiting on Yahweh's grace will experience mm-hmm. divine yes. strength, and I hope that that's true for you today. Those of you who are in the chat, you're locked in. 
thank you for, for, for staying connected to what God's doing at Cathedral of Faith. Yes. And Pastor Ken is leading us courageously this year, and we're doing courageous things. We're dreaming again. We're experiencing right. the dreams. There's so many great things that are coming up in, yes. in the future. But we just want to encourage you to keep dreaming again. Stay connected to what God's doing here. And we believe yes. that those who wait upon the Lord will experience right. strength. divine yeah. strength. Yeah. Eddie and Deanna, thank you so much yeah. for being here. Thank you guys, so you guys are just like, my goodness, this, seeing your smiles, hearing your voices. You guys are such treasures and jewels. Thank you. Thank and you. you're right here in the, at the heart of what Cathedral of Faith is. And so thank, thank you so you. much for Appreciate being here, you. for thank sharing you. your insight. I feel sharpened. Mm -hmm. I feel encouraged. Right. Thank you. Yeah, how about you? I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. <laughs> yeah, let's do this. Yeah. So Cathedral of Faith, we love you. Stay connected. Yes. Keep dreaming. And as always, it's, it's a wrap. A wrap. <laughs>